Welcome to the Big W Podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier. Great to have footy back for the season uh, for 2022. Hope you've had the chance to be at Avalon Airport Oval in the opening weeks of the season. We've got uh, plenty more home games to come between now and the end of the season, so we'd love to see you. Uh, in the stands at uh, Avalon Airport Oval and all the details of the uh, the fixture as it's released up on the website and all our social media platforms so you can check out what time the games are on, what day they're on and who we're playing. Uh, this podcast has three terrific guests. You're going to love them. Uh, Louis Pinnock and Josh Porter have both uh, just celebrated their 50th games uh, for the club, same day that Tommy Gribble played his 100th, so it was a big milestone day, uh, and uh, we thought it would uh, be opportune to catch up with Louis and Josh and talk about their stories at the Werribee Footy Club. And you'll also meet our community manager, new on the job for about uh, seven or eight weeks now, I think it is, uh, Brooke Lachlan will, uh, will join me to have a chat about uh, her journey to get to Avalon Airport Oval. Uh, so that's all coming up. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. All with thanks, of course, to our podcast partners. That's My Clinic. Now, myclinicgroup.com.au. They're in Hoppers, Tarnit and Werribee. If uh, you need to uh, see a doctor, they are the people you should be talking to. Harpley, uh, they can tell you that your dream home is closer than you think and you can get all the details by jumping on the Harpley website or giving them a call on 1300 739 839. The CB Motor Group, of course, is the fabulous Balan family who've been involved with our football club for uh, for 23 years as major sponsors. Actually had uh, my car's uh, service there during the week. They did a great job. Uh, not only is there the, uh, the motor place, there's the boating place and the caravan place. Uh, in that address that you've known for many, many years up there on the highway, uh, just near the hospital, that's where you'll find Balan Holden, uh, where you'll find CB Motors, formerly known as Balan Holden. And Orbit Logistics. For air freight, for sea freight and uh, for logistics, uh, go and jump on their website and you can find out all about it, an international company, orbitlogistics.com.au. And great supporters of our footy club, we thank all those four companies and all our sponsors for being behind us in season 2022. Let's get to our guests and we'll start off uh, in no particular order, uh, but uh, Josh Porter's coming up last, Brooke Lachlan in the middle, and first up, Louis Pinnock. On the Big W Podcast, joining me now, just notched up his 50th game at the club, Louis Pinnock. G'day, Louis. How are you? Good, thanks, Kevin. How are you? I'm well. 50 games. So what what does that mean to you? Yeah, a little bit of an achievement. Um, been here for, well, it's my sixth year now. Um, yeah, pretty glad to get there. But although it was um, kind of overshadowed by Tom Gribble's 100, so I didn't get a proper celebration, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was only 50. But yeah, it's good to get there after so many years. When you uh, when you came to the club six years ago, what were your expectations, uh, Louis? Came down from the Murray Bush Rangers. Yep. Um, well, that was when we still had the uh, development league, so I was just yeah. trying to um, yeah, probably yeah, get my spot in the senior team, um, and uh, yeah, see see how far I could take my footy. Um, but yeah, the more senior games, the better, and um, yeah, happy I've ended up in class fifty now. So yeah. Did the did the VFL sort of uh, program work in well with your lifestyle and what you were trying to do with your life in terms of uh, marrying that up with the with your study and what you wanted to do with work? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm starting to be an osteopath. So straight away, um, left school and started studying. Uh, you know, the part time nature of it. So 
really suited me. Um, nearly finished my uni degree now, which is exciting. But um, yeah, wherever you've been, great with that. Um, yeah, looking forward to finishing. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. How um, how did the pandemic uh, knock your knock your sort of study life around? Did it have a, a massive effect on that for you? Um, yeah, big time. Um, my course is very hands on, so being uh, so I stuck to our rooms and at home doing a lot of classes over Zoom uh, was particularly helpful. Um, yeah, as is the case with the footy, we, we couldn't do so much stuff. We were doing team meetings over Zoom and stuff. So, um, like everyone, it affected us. It affected us in different ways, but um, we're through it now. So, <laughs> have to move on. 2022 season, uh, it's, it's the one that the, the, the light sort of, you know, we flick the light on and we're all confident that we're going to get through this one and get a full season in and, you know, play a final series and all those sorts of things. How did you feel going into this pre-season? Yeah, good, excited, um, a bit relieved to be honest, like everyone. Um, yeah, just hoping that we'll play a full season. I'm, I'm yeah, hopeful that we should um, and we've also got pretty high expectations of how we should go this year. So looking forward to getting um, a bit of momentum going through our season. Uh, your own personal uh, sort of uh, form so far in the in the first couple of games of the season, how are you feeling about it all? Um, yeah, uh, up and down. It's kind of reflective of the team yeah. as well. Um, yeah, last couple of weeks have started to build a little bit more consistency. Um, there's still a little bit um, more to go in that space. But, um, yeah, we're still kind of uh, trying to gel uh, as a back line. Um, it's a pretty, pretty new back line this year. Um, but, yeah, getting better each week and uh, looking forward to heading up to the Gold Coast this weekend. Well, yeah, that's the uh, the other twist in this in the tale of this now is that we've got interstate games and we've, uh, you know, we've hosted Southport earlier in the year. So there's there's new teams, uh, new places to go. Is it Does it feel like a different competition or does it sort of still feel the same? Um, well, yeah, it definitely does when we have these um, interstate teams. Um It'd be good to have a taste of um, interstate uh, travel, um, which would give us a little taste of um, what professional kind of footy is like. Now, a couple of the boys have probably already experienced that, but someone like me, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty exciting. Um, Lou, you've been to the uh, to the draft camp a couple of times. So, how was that experience for you, and what's that sort of uh, led you with your football? Um, yeah, I went two two to three years in a row. Um, yeah, it just kind of teaches you, you know, you've got to take nothing for granted, um, get to work so hard, and even when you think you're going so well, you know, you, you've still got so much more to prove. Um, yeah, just, just take nothing for granted and um, keep playing well. Um, yeah, play good footy, things like that. Yeah. Uh, your enjoyment level with your, with your footy, I mean, has that, that changed over as your, as your ambition, as your football ambitions changed, has your enjoyment of the game changed? Um, yeah, yeah, probably has. Um, towards my earlier years at Werribee, um, I probably might have had a little bit more of a focus on, you know, seeing how far I could go up my footy in terms of getting drafted. Um, but, but these, these years, um, I'm a little bit older now. I'm 23, which isn't that old, but, um, with respect to Werribee, it's, um, a little bit more, uh, mature, but, um, yeah, we probably have more of a focus on team success these days, which is, um, a little bit more rewarding than the more individual stuff. Um, your professional life, where is that likely to take you as an osteopath? What do you What do you want to do with that? Yeah, so I'll finish. Um, we'll have to graduate within the next uh, month or two, and then um, I'll be working in private practice, um, which uh, probably working over a couple of clinics in the city. Yeah. Um, I'll do that for a couple of years, and um, I'll see where that takes me. And combine that with uh, playing a bit of footy at the same time. Uh, seems like pretty good life. 
Yeah, exactly right. Um, it'll keep me nice to fit and active. So, yeah, that, that was always something I wanted to do was to keep playing footy uh, with this professional life. So, yeah. Well, uh, congratulations on the 50-game milestone. Let's hope uh, is the is the 100th. I mean, you saw Grib play his 100th game for the club. He's obviously played a couple of uh, hundred, more than 100 games of, uh, of VFL footy, but he got his 100th up for the club. Is that something you want to do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, hopefully, well, we shouldn't have any more COVID years and um, uh-huh. if I don't have any injuries. Hopefully, it will take me um, a little bit less longer to reach this next 50 as it did the first 50. So, we'll see how we go. Fair enough. Good on you, Lou. Good luck for the rest of the season, mate. Thanks for talking to us here on the Big W Podcast. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Cheers. On the Big W Podcast, uh, let's go uh, inside the, the club once again uh, to uh, a new person who's joined us uh, this year uh, in the role of community manager. It's Brooke Lachlan who joins me on the line now. G'day, Brooke. How are you? Hey, Kev. Thanks for having me. A pleasure. Welcome to the club officially, I guess, uh, you know, Big W Podcast-wise. But uh, you've had a chance to get your feet under the desk now. How are things in the community manager role going? Yeah, I have. So I, I think I've been in the, the role for about five or, or six weeks now. and um, this is a great club, got really good people um, and no wonder, you know, this club has, has been around for a long time and doing well, obviously, led by the great man in, in Penner um, and, yeah, the, the people at this club do a, a heap of work um, to obviously have success um, and I've loved my time so far. So what attracted you to the role, Brooke? What, what were you working in beforehand to, to, to get you to have an interest in, in this area? Yeah, I, the community space is, is new to me. Um, I've done a lot of coaching in the past um, and I knew that that would be a part of the role as well. Um, I wanted to get into the, I guess, the, the back-end sort of things, um, the admin um, in in the future. You know, hopefully I'll be able to, to work in football um, and I know that the experience at this club will, will be really good for that. Let's talk about uh, your football uh, background. Uh, well, let's talk about your background first up. Uh, football wasn't uh, the first sport that you were attracted to. Take us back to where, where, where your sporting sort of uh, story starts at about the age of four, I believe. Yeah, a bit of a strange one. So I was a, a roller skater or a speed skater, which is obviously not a well-known sport in Australia. Not many people know it. When, when I tell them I'm a speed skater, they just want to talk about Bradbury. Um, which is which is fair enough, um, but yeah. So I did roller skating um, from four years old, as you said. Uh, competed from six years old, um, and went overseas when I was sixteen to compete in the European circuit and world circuit, and compete for Australia. So I was living there for six years, which was um, an incredible experience. Uh, and then came back when I oh, I did ice skating over there as well. So two two sports, one in the summer, one in the winter. And then came back when I was 22 and, and just happened to find footy, wanted to get back into a team sport and got drafted to the Western Bulldogs in 2016 and have played six seasons for them so far. Well, just uh, just on the speed skating, you went to a world championship. You're on the verge of making an Olympic team. So, I mean, it was a sport that you really obviously were very good at and very passionate about and had a great, uh, great talent for. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I went to my first world championships when I was 12, I think, wow. um, and I think I went to, to six of them, and then when I started ice skating, uh, I did that for about four or five years and went to many World Cups. Um, I was lucky enough to get uh, top five in both sports, so I'm very proud of, of that, um, but yeah, just loving being back home in Australia, there's nothing like, like home. 
Uh, you mentioned uh, team sport being the attraction for footy, but I mean, there's other team sports. Why? Why did Why did footy get the nod ahead of the others? Yeah, a bit of a funny story. I was kind of tossing up between soccer and and footy. I, I played off kick when I was younger, and and played local or junior footy um, when I was kind of twelve, thirteen. Had to stop at thirteen, obviously, with the rules back then. So yeah. I was pretty I was pretty sad about it, but obviously, I had a different sport to go on and and do. So, so I was grateful for that. Um, but yeah, so when I got home, I was like soccer, footy, and I just happened to be working at a pub at the time and and met uh, a group of people who were having a footy meeting uh, and they said, do you want to come down and, and play a few games? Uh, and one of the guys had, had a gym, so he said he'd give me a free membership. So really I kind of wanted to do it for the free membership as I had <laughs> <laughs> no money back then. Um, and he said, all you have to do is play three games and played those three games and fell in love with the sport again yeah. and uh, and went from there. And gee, I mean, uh, 2018 must be a year you look back on with great, uh, great fondness. It was a heck of a year for you uh, from a footballing point of view. Yeah, incredible. Um, obviously, you kind of reflect now and, and think that you know a premiership is, is something that uh, not a pe- not a lot of people get to do. And so, I knew at the time I needed to really, um, yeah, take in the moment and really enjoy being with that group of girls. Um, and yeah, we had a incredibly talented team back then we've we've changed now i think we only have maybe six or seven girls from from that team um but yeah it's personally it was obviously a really great year and and as a group so um a memory that yeah i'll definitely um be grateful for for years to come never be accused of talking yourself up you've got a premiership you're (laughs) leading goal kicker all australian you kick seven goals in the game which is i think still a record that stands in the aflw so yeah 2018 is one you'll look back on in 20 years time and go yeah i did all right (laughs) yeah it definitely (laughs) yeah as i said definitely was a good year and um i hope someone beats the, the seven goals in the future um yeah, hopefully it's someone from my team anyway. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about the community role. The, the, the role is a very diverse role for a start. We have a very diverse community in the, in the city of Wyndham. So how have you kind of uh, been able to get your, your, your head around all that in a very short space of time? Yeah, we obviously work with um, a lot of programs. Um, you know, the Salvation Army is one of them, RecLink. Um, we have our community sponsors in CDC, um, Pacific Werribee, uh, but yeah, it is, as you said, a very diverse role. Um, I work with, obviously, Ma, our diversity manager, who he does a lot of school clinics for us, um, and he's, he's very heavily in the multicultural space. Uh, so he's out, he's out doing a lot of clinics with schools and, and trying to get uh, kids active and, um, and obviously introduction to footy as well. Um, but yeah, so we, we do a lot, a lot of programs. Um, which we're really proud of. Uh, we also are, are trying to help with the, the football talent within the, the area as well. So we've got some academies that are coming up, which is really exciting. And women's footy is a really high priority as well. So we want to be able to uh, grow the talent in this area in women's football and, and get more women's football to Werribee, which as everyone's seen in the last few weeks, we've we've had the under sixteen championships here and we've had NAB League championships it's it's been huge so to be able to do that um, and I know that the AFL um, really love having games here so um, we're very proud about that as well. 
Yeah, the talent pool is, is going to be drained so the, the, the more, uh, I guess, uh, work that you can do in the community and bring, uh, bring talented uh, female players through and teach them the basics of the game, uh, the, the quicker the better. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, we pride ourselves on having really elite coaches here. We've obviously, we obviously work with Invicta Performance as well, who um, in the high performance space, is, what they do is really niche. Um, and it's something that I don't think a lot of clubs have. Um, so, yeah, we, we work closely with them as well. Um, and, yeah, we're trying to build some more programs in the future to be able to, as I said, grow that talent within the, the region. And I think um, it's going to make a big impact on those girls um, and, and hopefully uh, a VFLW club in the next few years as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, welcome to the club, Brooke. Uh, congratulations on on your footy achievements so far. There's plenty more to go in that space and uh, obviously a, a long and fruitful relationship with the football club as well. Thanks, Kev. Thanks for having me. And happy birthday for the 3rd of May. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure Penna, I'm sure Mark Penaluna will uh, be baking a cake as we speak <laughs> to be able to give to you on the 3rd of May. I hope so. I'm, spec- I'm expecting some cake in our <laughs> staff meeting anyway. <laughs> Beautiful. On the Big W Podcast, uh, let's talk to a man who's returned to Avalon Airport Oval after a little way away, and that is Josh Porter. G'day, Josh. How are you going? Hi, Kevin. How are you going? Thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure. Uh, welcome back. Uh, it's good to be back, mate. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, third since back at the club, but um, yeah, really enjoying it so far. So, Take us through what you've been doing the last couple of years. Um, yeah, so last two or three years, just been playing um, country footy back at my hometown, Wangaratta. Yep. Um, we've had a pretty sort of strong side, so and a few of my mates obviously still up there. So yeah, just um, been playing back up there. Um, obviously not ideal with a couple of COVID affected years, but um, yeah, just I guess the the travel aspect and and that um, sort of desire to come back and play the highest level sort of brought me back um, to Werribee. How much footy did you get in the last couple of years? I mean, uh, the VFL blokes have played, I think they've had three pre-seasons for nine games. How was your strike rate in the bush? Yeah, pretty similar to that, I think. Um, yeah, nine, probably nine games in three years is, sounds about right. Um, yeah, and then the 2019 um, grand final, and we lost um, to Lavington. So, yeah, it was, it was probably... Uh, that first uh, twenty twenty year, COVID affected year, was um, pretty frustrating because that was the the last game of footy I'd played in the losing grand final. So um, against uh, Shawnee Manners and uh, uh, yeah. Johnson's Lavington Panthers. So uh, and I'm sure they let you <laughs> yeah. know about it. Even even uh, even this week at training, they probably reminded <laughs> you about that. No, they've been pretty good. They've been pretty good, which is uh, which is good. I don't like reminding too much. But no, nah, Shawnee um, and Aiden played really well in that game. So. Now, which yeah, one, they deserve the win. What was your first year at Werribee, Josh? Was it 2015 or before that? Uh, 2014. 14. Yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon I started the same time as Tommy Gribble. Yep. And, um, yeah, so I think I was 2014 to 2016 and then um, had a had a year um, studying abroad and then 2018 come back and then, yeah, the last couple of years played back at, um, yeah, country back in Wangaratta. I remember when you went to the first time and you were travelling overseas, I think you were going to the, were you going to the rainforests of South America or something? Because I remember John Lamont being absolutely staggered <laughs> and, and gobsmacked by what, what you were going off to do. Uh, yeah, so I think I was in South America. Um, I, was, I was in my gap year when, he, when I first got a message 
um, from JL. I think it was over Facebook Messenger. I thought, who's this, who's this fella? Um, and yeah, it just sort of invited me down, um, to come down to the club and train. And yeah, once I got back, I come down and went from there. Um, so yeah, that was probably how I first came down to Werribee. Um, yeah, Johnny reached out to me and then, um, Tanner and I think Stoney come up to Wangaratta and yep. did their little, uh, traveling road tour, getting around the, uh, the Murray, Bush Rangers region and um, yeah, having a chat to a few guys and obviously that country connection's really strong at Werribee and that's um, obviously a big draw cut to the to the footy club as well. So yeah, it's good. Because I know during during your footy time, you've had you've had a lot of offers from uh, from interstate clubs in particular to go and play there, and offered some pretty big money to go and play elsewhere. But uh, you, when you've wanted to play at the top level, you've always sort of come to Werribee. Yeah, I've had a couple of uh, interstate. Um, offers, but I've always enjoyed enjoyed Victoria and Melbourne in particular. Um, yeah, and and you know playing at Werribee for the first three years and um, really enjoying my time there um, made it pretty hard to leave initially. Um, yeah, and that and that um, I guess that that travel element was something that I, I really wanted to do um, as well, and um, so I went off and did that. But yeah, obviously. Um, the footy club having a really strong culture both on and off field, um, you know, it's big big um, draw card to, to go back there and, and hence why I've, um, yeah, gone back there a couple of times now. So, yeah, so um, they've got a yeah. revolving door there with uh, your name on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah. Josh, when you sat down to think about what you're going to do in 2022 with your football, what, what was what was going through your head thinking that you wanted to have another crack at, at, at a VFL level again or – well, take us through that process. Yeah, so I guess um, coming coming into sort of the, my later twenties, um, sort of still felt like I had a bit of a, a burning desire to play at at the highest level that I possibly can. And um, I think VFL footy, or state league footy, um, you know, is, a, is I, I quite enjoy enjoy the standard of footy and and the environment um, of state league footy and um, yeah, you know the, the challenging aspects and of that, and um, also um, being in the education profession, it's probably sort of um, made me approach my football with a with a new lens that I probably didn't have when I was a little bit younger, and yeah. um, and sort of having the nature of VFL footy is, um, you know, you've got a few young guys, a fair few young guys, and um, you know that that opportunity to obviously come back and play at a high level and um, sort of help help develop some of those young guys and it was something that was um, quite attractive for me personally. Um, and obviously, um, Werribee having a, have, being in a strong position, um, you know, on, on field and, and off field, um, yeah, made that, made that decision quite enticing to come back. So I think it was a combination of, of things, but um, yeah, yeah, ultimately – me happy with my decision. Yeah, all the ducks lined up. Uh, what have you What have you noticed about uh, you know VFL footy in twenty twenty two? Is much different. Um, yeah, obviously bigger competition um, with it expanding. It's sort of an East Coast um, competition with the NEFL combining. Um, yeah, the standards pretty pretty much the same. I haven't noticed too much of a difference. Um, yeah, it's been been good. We've got our first interstate. Um, trip coming up this weekend so um yeah i haven't traveled interstate for footy so if you count um 
uh, border New South Wales is interstate. But um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting one getting on a plane and um, to go play footy for a weekend whilst um, you know working full time is something that's pretty pretty new to me. So um, yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to to the um, the experience. What are you doing outside of uh, footy? What uh, what is your profession these days, Josh? Yeah, so I'm a teacher. Um, I'm in my fourth year uh, of teaching. Um, yeah, out in the northern suburbs of Melbourne. So um, I was in the public system for two and a half years, and I've recently um, changed schools halfway through last year in the, in the middle of COVID um, to a to a Catholic school out in um, in North Keelor. Um I'm teaching PE and science. Okay. <clears throat> How the, how's the PE go? Do you slip a bit of footy in there whenever you can? <laughs> always try to. Um, yeah, the kids are, kids certainly always um, ask me about it. But um, no, I just usually try and keep to the structure. There's a the odd, there's the odd game of footy or um, or dodgeball every now and then. But um, no, yeah, it's good. Really enjoying it. Um, yeah, the kids are kids are really good too. So which which makes it um, yeah makes it good so I'm sure they keep you on your toes yeah absolutely um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably a little bit of an understatement yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah no, they're, they're much cleverer and much much shrewder than we were when we were younger yeah right? absolutely yeah, absolutely they, they know exactly what it's all about hey look it's great to have you back at the club mate good luck for the rest of the season uh, we look forward to seeing how it pans out uh, for you and for and for the team yeah looking forward to it thanks for having me on Kev well, thanks to Josh, to Brooke Lachlan, our community manager, and to Louis Pinnock. Let's hope we get uh, some terrific games and some big wins uh, for Josh and Louis as they head towards the next 50 games they'll play for this football club. Don't forget all the details you need to know about uh, the fixture, when we're playing, what time we're playing, and who we're playing. And it's a very fluid fixture, as you'd understand, and whether our games are on television or whether you can watch them live streamed, uh, all up on the website and all the social media platforms. So take advantage of that and, uh, and keep up to date with what's going on at the uh, the Werribee Football Club. And if you haven't joined as a member, please do. You can do that by jumping uh, on the uh, on the website and uh, doing it via the shop. Uh, thanks to our podcast partners, My Clinic. That's myclinicgroup.com.au. Uh, Harpley, where your dream home is closer than you think. Check out their website. The CB Motor Group, uh, major sponsors, of course, of the footy club. And our thanks to the Balan family and Orbit Logistics. That's orbitlogistics.com.au. Uh, until the next time, let's hope the boys have a few more wins between now and when we do the next podcast. I think that's going to happen. Uh, enjoy the footy. It's great to have it back, and it's great to have you part of the Werribee Football Club. With the Tigers bold in black and gold, we're the boys from Werribee.